Hey you, this is Reb D. Is God using you in a mighty way? Well, I'm glad that you clicked on this podcast because if you love praise and worship, that's what you're going to hear. Listen to a word from on high. Listen to how God used me. And I'm sure there's a message in this sermon for you. It's no accident that you are listening. And if you are encouraged by God's word and know someone that can use some encouragement, some strength from God, share this podcast with them. Listen. Oh, I 
I'm not going to hold you too long. But if you have your Bibles, please go to Ephesians 2. I want to give honor to God, to our pastor, to these associates here, my sister and my brother, and to my church family, to our visitors. God bless you. When you have it, please say amen. Ephesians, Ephesians, and I'm going to start at the eighth verse. And the word of the Lord reads, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourself, it is a gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. Yeah. And our scriptural verse, verse 10. For we are God's handiwork, yeah. created in Christ Jesus to do a good work, Amen. which God prepared in advance. Mm -hmm. Another translation says, verse 10, for we are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do a good work which God has prepared in advance. Yeah, I would like to speak from the topic, a piece of the master's plan. A piece of the master's plan. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, dear God, Lord, thank you for bringing us together one more time. Yes. Father, I ask that you hide me behind the cross, oh God. Yes. Father, I need you, oh God. Yes. Father, this waiting congregation, oh God, needs to hear word from on high. Yes. So, Father, I ask that you use me to your glory, oh God. That someone may hear something from you, oh God, and come running and say, what must I do? To be saved. Hear our prayers, oh God. Hear my humble prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Woo! Amen. God can do a lot with a believer. Anybody happy that God saved you? He turned you around, planted your feet on solid ground. He took you from spiritual rest. Have I got a witness in here on this morning? Amen. We're 
join church. Amen. Now we have membership. Dr. Danea, we study the Bible to grow in what? Discipleship. We have become a church family through what? Fellowship. And we are here today to do what? Worship. Amen. Amen. But when was the last time you thought about God's workmanship? Yes, you are God's workmanship. When was the last time you examined yourself from head to toe and said, Ooh, God gave me this head. Okay, mine is unique. Don't look nothing like yours. God gave me these arms. Okay. God gave me this short height. Okay, and I got to wear heels. When's the last time you examined your uniqueness? Because God made us all very, very unique. Amen? Amen? I mean, we have to appreciate being a vessel. We have to take care of this vessel. Amen? Amen? We want God to be able to come in to a healthy vessel. Amen. So we are accountable for these vessels. When was the last time you appreciated God's workmanship? When was the last time somebody or you told somebody why your cup runneth over. When is the last time you tell somebody that? Why your cup runneth over? Oh, church, I stopped by this morning not only to give the word on high, but to really feel honored and privileged to be saved by his grace. When you know much is given, much is required. Yes. We are accountable. Amen. Amen. Are, are you saved this morning? Amen. Amen. God gave his only begotten son. We didn't earn it. We didn't earn it. Jesus paid it all. So I ask you again, anybody want to go higher in Jesus? Oh, I can't say it enough. When I'm out there talking to others, God can do a lot with a believer that believes God's master plan for your life. Some people are still wondering, what am I to do? Paul writes to the church at Ephesus to tell them some, to tell some, you know, some people think they know it all. And then to remind others that for we are God's handiwork. Don't run over that. King James says that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do a good work that God has prepared in advance. Don't go over that either. In advance. Okay. Do we have any believers in the house this morning? There are three things that Paul points out in verse 10. The first thing he points out that we were made by greatness. We were made by greatness for we are God's workmanship. God, our creator, the creator of all things. He is the potter and we are 
the clay. We are God's workmanship. Tell your neighbor, I'm God's workmanship. The second thing that Paul points out is that we are created in Christ Jesus to do what? A good work. So we are made by greatness to do great things. Yes, the reason you were created in Christ Jesus because of our sin nature. And through the work of Jesus Christ, God has already conquered the power of sin and death. Now that's good news right there. He has conquered the power of sin and death. Yes, yes. Created in Christ Jesus gives us access to God's plan, to his will and his way. God makes his power available to us to help us overcome our problems and the sin so we can do what? A good work. Is God helping anybody this morning? We may not be what we should be, but we thank God that we are not what we used to be. The third thing Paul points out is that he points out that our destiny, our purpose, our gifts and talents were known to God before we were even born. Sister, he, he anointed you. Amen? He anointed you. He anointed all of you. He anointed all of you. Amen? So if we don't know the master's plan, if we don't know where we fit, if we don't know the peace of the master's plan, who are we going to ask? Well, I'm going to tell you, you better ask Jesus. Amen. You better put your hand in the hand of a man who steals the still water. Amen. You better put your hand in the hand of the man who does what comes to see. Take a look at yourself, and you can look at others differently. So what does the songwriter say? Put your hand in the hand from the man from where? Galilee. Somebody knows that song. Yes, we have our membership because of God's workmanship. Yes, we grow in discipleship because of God's workmanship. We come to church to worship because of God's workmanship. You can do all things. You can go through the motions. To be a good Christian will still be empty if you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You won't know that you are a vital part of God's plan without a relationship with Jesus. You want to know where you fit in? You better ask Jesus. Sometimes you got to go through something. Anybody ever been through something? Going through something is not only a part of life, but it's a part of God's plan for you to ask God for his power to fix it. Anybody grow in the valley? Anybody come out that valley, that valley different than what they would in? I know I came out a believer <laughs> in my valley. I came out a believer in my valley. We can do all things through Christ. Oh, sometimes you have to face it and ask God to fix it. 
If you have to face addiction, you can ask God to fix it. If you have to face unforgiveness, because a lot of Christians suffer with unforgiveness, you got to ask God to fix your heart. If you are faced with self-righteousness, ask God to humble you. You have to face some things in life and pray to God to fix it. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you're going to have to face it. Before God can fix it. Then we go, then we we bring God to our lives. This is when God brings us through the storm. When we know it was nothing but the blood, when we know that we know what we now know about the master's plan, we're, we're different people. We now, we go because we're glowing in Jesus. It's a point that we get to. It's that point when we start sharing our story. It's at that point when you become unapologetic for your life in Christ Jesus. With no shame. And we give it all the fame to Jesus and the glory for fixing our lives. Anybody ever been there? Amen. That's when we become followers, evangelists, missionaries, believers, doers of God's word. And that's what we're doing right here at Tranquil. Amen. Jesus said in Matthew 25, for I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. Yeah. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. Anybody ever been on that side of the spectrum? When I was a stranger, you invited me in. Yeah. When I needed clothes, you clothed me. Anybody ever been in a shelter and needed some clothes? When I was sick, you looked after me. Anybody been in a sick bed? When I was in prison, you visited me. Has anybody ever been behind bars? And the Bible tells us this. It is right there in the Bible, Matthew 25. Then the king replies, truly, whatever you did for one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you did it for me. Amen. God saved us for us to go and be used to save others. The Holy Spirit is at work within us. Do you believe that? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit is running through you to use you? Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. Do you know how powerful your testimony could be on the ears of an unbeliever? You never know who's listening. It's in those stories that we share of when God showed up and showed out. Anybody got a show up and show out story for God? I know I got a few. Anybody want to hear them? <laughs> That's what gets the attention of an unbeliever. We make God real. We bring him alive. Yes. We tell him exactly what he did. Oh, yes, we serve a living God. Yeah. Oh, no, God is right here. Still changing lives. Listen to this, church. Your perception of Jesus is your reality. Your perception just may be the prescription 
to change someone's reality from an unbeliever to a believer. Your perception of Jesus has the power to change someone else's reality to a new life in Christ Jesus. Your story just might be the catalyst God used to introduce Jesus to somebody else. I don't know about you, but Jesus is the main character in my testimony. Yes. Jesus is the main character in my testimony. It's not me. It's Jesus is the main character in my testimony. Do I have a witness in here on this morning? Anybody telling the story and you got a few characters? Some of them could be some shady characters. I, I'm the shady character. But I'm telling you, Jesus is the main character in the testimony. My story is God landed on me, then I went to church. I know some of y'all got different stories. I've been in church my whole life and, you know, church every day, three times a day, all of that. That's not my story. God landed on me, then I went to church. God landed on me in the midst of a wide awake nightmare. God landed on me through an experience. Dr. Denier knows what I'm talking about. God landed on me in an experience. Notice I didn't say a bad experience. Because I realized today that that too was a part of the master's plan. Amen? I will never forget it. Don't get me wrong. But through Jesus' love and some therapy, I have since gotten over the trauma. But not how God got me through it. God will allow things to happen so he will bring you out to tell somebody and to give hope that changes their reality from knowing the name of Jesus to knowing the power of Jesus. How many people know Jesus but don't know what Jesus will do for you? Oh, I know Jesus. I know, I know Jesus. But you don't know what Jesus will do for you. And it's in your testimonies that you can make a believer. Don't forget where you came from. You may have to go back to the ground zero to help others find their way. Anybody ever had to go back to ground zero? Paul says, I become like them to win them. I heard someone say, God helps those that help themselves. Okay. I'm not much of an arguer. Okay. Okay. I believe God helps those that we don't give up on. I believe God helps those that we help get their needs met. Anybody ever called you and said they needed something? God helps those that we continue to pray for. God helps those that we love like we love ourselves. Have I got a witness? Look at Paul's life. The writer of the text. Paul, the worst he could be. He was the villain. And Jesus touched him on the road to Damascus. Mm -hmm. A light came down. It was an experience. Yes, yes it was. Have I got a witness in here today? He couldn't see. But he could feel God 
Oh, I don't know about you, but I thank God for that story. If you don't remember anything I've said today, remember this. You were made by greatness to do great things for the greater good of us all. If you don't remember nothing else today, you are God's workmanship. That's great news. Really? Somebody doesn't know that. Somebody has a lack of confidence. Somebody thinks they are a mistake. Somebody thinks they deserve abuse. Somebody thinks that they're from the devil and that God himself. Well, I tell you, church, I stopped by today that, to tell you to plug in. You are the plug. Plug into Jesus and you will know your piece of the master's plan. You are a masterpiece. Amen. Remember that. You are a masterpiece. Give God a hand of praise. You are a masterpiece. Made for such a time as this. There's no accident that you are here today. God is still in control of all things. Go tell your story. Go tell them how he grafted you in through the blood of Jesus. Go tell the good news of Jesus Christ. We serve a risen Savior. He got up. He got up. He got up. Put all power in his hand. If you are saved, continue to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. What the Lord is gonna do? Oh, I tell you, you're gonna do big things. Oh, I tell you, you're not good over here. You still got work to do. Hey, I'm gonna tell you, we're not good. Somebody needs us. Somebody needs us. Somebody needs the Lord Jesus in their life. Oh, let me tell you something. There are. 7.8 billion people on this earth. That's a lot of people. 2.6. And that's about a third of Christians. Let me tell you, we got work to do. Christ is coming back. Christ is coming back. He's coming back for a church. He's coming back for his church. But in the meantime, Do a good work for Jesus. Oh, that's good news. I don't think y'all hear me. I don't think you hear me. I don't, I don't think you're excited. I don't think you know what God has done. Because I'm telling you, God's not finished with you yet. Let's stand all over the church. Let's stand all church. Let me say this. If you are saved, continue to grow in your relationship yeah, with Jesus. Lord. And if you are not, <laughs> if you are not, put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. Yes. Oh, there may be someone here today that doesn't know Jesus. Yes. You know, we take for granted 
salvation. Oh, they know. Oh, they know. No, that's between them and Jesus. The Lord wants us to be responsible and accountable to those he puts around us. So if there's someone today that doesn't know Jesus, this is your time. There may be someone watching. This is your time. God is real. God is real. And he has all power to help you through anything. Oh, you may be looking for a church home. Well, I tell you, I'm so happy to be planted right here. I'm so happy for my new brothers and sisters. Amen, amen. I had a season up in New York that I thought would last forever. But then God moved me. And I'm so happy to be here. You might be in need of a church. This is your time to join us.
gold diggers i hope you got a gold nugget out of this podcast to help you nail your goals please do me a favor and rate this podcast and write a review you can also follow me on instagram facebook and tiktok at 2020 radical gold diggers and share this podcast link with others who are ambitious like yourself and remember a better you makes a better world